You guys want to hear a pretty rad story? Yeah. So Daisy hadn't quite got home yet. I was trying to get on at 830. I knew she was going to be right around the corner, so I had, like, no issue just leaving the kid watching YouTube, playing Minecraft or whatever. But I'm like, let me let the dogs out before I go downstairs. And I have two really old red healers that just go outside, do their business, and then come inside and be lazy and lay down. But then I have, like, this two-and-a-half-year-old, like, big, big, dumb black lab who's just super happy about everything and smiling is always, hey, 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 in your face. And so I, so I let him out, and he's taking a piss just, like, pretty much right on the porch right next to me. And I hear this little rustle underneath my porch. And I kind of look down, and I see the white, I see a little white bit of a tail and this tiny rabbit. Like, not, like, tiny, tiny bunny-wise, but, like, not a full-grown, say, medium-sized rabbit. Cup runs out of my underneath my porch, my big dumb lab, chases after it, it stops, they both look at each other, the rabbit changes direction, he stops them again, then just picks them up and throws them in the air tw- like twice, then picks them up again, he's just carrying them. And I, I, I'm just watching, <laughs> I haven't yelled at him or anything, I'm just watching this unfold, and then he proceeds to lay down nonchalantly and eat this entire rabbit alive. <laughs> <laughs> You hear, like, the little, ee, 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 and I'm just hearing bones cracking, and he's just, ha, 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 nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> and he eats this thing in, like, 15 to 20 seconds in, like, three big bites. Then comes to me, it's like, hey, Dad, what's up? <laughs> Gross, dude. <laughs> it was so metal, dude. <laughs> That's pretty metal. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. He has he has no hunting training or anything like that at all either. That was just yeah. instinct. I, nice. say, I don't think uh, to catch rabbits and eat them as a dog, you really need like any formal hunting training. <laughs> no, <laughs> he went that's to it. he went to dog school for rabbit eating. <laughs> so uh, that's why I was five minutes late. Nice. I'd say that's a valid reason. I had to tell somebody, so I had to wait till Daisy got home to tell her. You like eating the popcorn and shit? <laughs> yeah, my three-year-old son is just like standing behind me, and I'm just—he's he's trying to watch and figure out what's going on. I'm just all right. That poor kid. Now he's gonna be all scarred about the dog eating rabbits and shit. Didn't seem bothered at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you are his dad, so. Oh shit! Yeah. But, couldn't care less. <laughs> so what's up, guys? Can you guys hear me pretty clearly? Way better than yes, uh, last week. That's good to know. I need to get a microphone for the computer down here. Right now, I'm on my phone, obviously, um, but I don't have a I don't have a mic inside of the camper. They yeah, sound pretty crispy. Crisp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sound good. Good. That mustache is looking pretty phenomenal there, Adam. Thank you. I like your beard. Thanks. I uh, I was actually, before I came down here, I was just going to turn it into like a wide herp or a big handlebar or something. I didn't. Yeah. It's a little hot. Yeah. A little warm. Yeah. And it is fucking outrageously hot down here, for sure. Ugh. That's pretty nice here. Solid 
75 degrees. Yeah, today was good. The last, like, Monday through... Monday and Tuesday were just way too hot. Wednesday wasn't bad either. Well, you've been getting a lot of precipitation back home, right? We had two wild-ass storms. It's really been hit and miss up here. We had uh, 90 mile an hour winds, which I saw was like pretty close to like whatever like the lowest grade or the next to lowest grade tornado is. Like a lot of houses with trees on them down power lines. Oh, I mean, 90 miles an hour is fast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretty intense. Was, uh, Sunday that night. wasn't even part of a tornado. That was just like part Straight of the Straight wind. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's like a hurricane. That's like an inland hurricane. It was nutty. Yeah, NPR, uh, National Weather Society or whatever the National Weather Organization Service. is. Like, yeah, put out like official um, posts on like my area and stuff. Like, putting out all the statistics of it. Oh, yeah, I was at the Legion just getting drunk with the light. <laughs> the power went out, and I was at the Legion just watching. Nice. It wasn't bad. Adam, man, I feel like it's been a while. How the hell you been? Not bad. Busy. Sports. Baseball's finally done, so that's nice. Yeah. Just in time for football to start. I've got yeah, the three-year-old signed up. Uh, how you guys been? Busy. <laughs> yeah, busy, stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Why stressed? <clears throat> Just work, a lot of work stuff. Ready for everything to chill out. I say that all the time. Like, I, I, uh, do you guys ever feel like you're just stuck in a perpetual loop of like, like me and me and Justine talked about this a lot back in the day. Uh, I mean, still to this day, but like. It'd always be like, well, after we get to this point, then everything will slow down a little bit. But then you get to that point, and there's just <laughs> another goalpost. You know what I mean? Nothing yeah. ever slows down. Like, it just keeps going. Yeah. I like to fool myself that it's going to, though. Yeah, good point. It's always like that with money, too. Like, oh, if we just yeah. make it here, we'll be fine. And one of your cars is like, yo, guess what, motherfucker? Mm-mm. Yeah. Hey, so I don't know how to play this out. I don't mind saying it on here because nobody that will matter will listen to it. So I accepted a new job, right? And when I accepted that job, I'd been applying for a few jobs because looking for a new job. And I accepted one. And today, the one I really wanted came out and said, yeah, just do this for us, sign this stuff, and... We'll hire you, but like the process, the whole process of getting hired still takes like a month and a two month to two where I work or where this place is and kind of the system it's in. Is it shitty of me to knowingly take the job I first accepted, knowing I'm probably going to only be there for like three weeks? No, I mean, I wish that people would tell me this kind of shit more often, but, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you and your family, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, by taking the the other job, like, you're also giving yourself that security of, like, what if something happens with the, the job you really want and that falls through, you know? Exactly. 
Is like, what's the the common courtesy play there, though? Like, do I show up and say, hey, here's full situational awareness. Like, you probably shouldn't even waste your time teaching me anything because I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> what? If it I was mean, me, I wouldn't say a fucking word. Yeah. Just kind yeah. of play along until <clears throat> time to say peace out. It's going to be best friend. Like, act like everybody's my best friend. Super cordial. Ah, yeah, yeah. let's go get some beers next week. Yeah, actually, I mean, it's tough, dude, because, like, you want to do the right thing by your employer, and and you don't want to leave them in, a, in, like, a precarious situation, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, you know, you're still the employed, and you still have mouths to feed, so, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Where you have yeah, a legal obligation, maybe a moral obligation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The guys the guys there sound alright. Like the super he called me today to kind of explain it to me. And uh the supervisor sitting next to me goes, You know what a bakaki is? And I was like, please don't show me. <laughs> He's like, Alright, I like this guy. It'll be fine. I was like, okay, cool. These guys sound like good people. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you if it's like a hundred percent, dude, like there's no chance of you not getting that job. Then, like personally, it's like maybe you just take the two to three week vacation. You know, like financially, I don't know if that's the right decision, but um, sure. you know, if if you feel like there's zero chance of it falling through, then I I mean, it, it, it's not like it would hurt. You know, like are that's that's where that's where you have to like kind of self evaluate whether or not you're being selfish and i like i don't mean that like to like target yeah you, no, no, no. like um you know whether or not you're being selfish because you're like i just want to get paid for those extra two or three weeks or if you're doing it because like there's legitimately a chance that it could fall through and you still need to be gainfully employed so that would be like my thoughts I on guess, it, my, my two i cents. guess that's where i'm at like if it's at the point where it's time for me to start the new job in topeka and I don't have a for sure start date for the new place. I, I guess I'd for sure just go to Topeka, knowing that I'm probably gonna put my two weeks in in a week, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah, this be weird, I guess. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Well. I don't know if you guys do the same thing that I do. God damn it. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Open your door. Yeah, yeah. Let's turn on the car. Um, where if you guys do anything like me, where like throughout the week, I'm like, oh, I could talk about this on the podcast, like bring it up and see what other people have to say, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <laughs> but like you know then we start i need to like write it down and be more like organized with it <laughs> mm-hmm. there's throughout the week i'm always like oh i should bring that up yeah i don't know if you guys do the same thing yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah that's what i'm here well. you just go with the flow man yeah i'm here horizon. yeah true that um this morning i saw that the the uh the the like CEO of Wagner Group, you know, that supposedly like stopped his m- mutiny or coup, whatever you want to call it, 
and uh, or his insurrection in Russia and went to Belarus. Apparently, he never left Russia. Did you guys see that? No. Oh. Catch, catch me up. No, that was it. That like, they're like I got multiple news notifications this morning from different like news sources that were all like, "Dude never left Russia." Like. The whole world thought that he left Russia, but he never left. <laughs> so I'm really curious as to like what's going on over there, you know? How crazy would it be if he just kind of flip-flopped sides? Like, like the Wagner group was kind of outspoken, like, hey, the war is kind of fucked up, but whatever, you're paying us. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck you, Russia. And just help the Ukrainian. That'd be pretty wild, dude. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how this plays out. Because I, I figure it's got to be one of two things, right? It, when when they said he was going to Belarus and he wasn't immediately fucking assassinated and the Russians were just like, oh, okay, cool, we're going to let this guy go and we're going to let all the mutineers into the Russian army, I was like, that doesn't sound like Russia at all. Like, Russia would, like, bushwhack people for doing shit like that. Not, like, give them money and be like, see you, dude. Because apparently, like, the the one specific dude from the Russian army, like, paid... I, I think he offered him, like, $10 million or, like, $100 million or something like that to, like, fucking beat feet. And um, so I figure there's either some kind of, like, big-ass collusion going on between the, the Russian brass and Wagner Group. Or... It was a legitimate mutiny, and they plan on killing him later. So the fact that he's still in Russia it kind of reinforces both of those thoughts for me. Like, maybe he never gave up, or they've just been in bed together this whole time. I don't know. Dude, they're not even playing, like, checkers anymore. They're playing three-dimensional checkers. And nobody knows who's doing what. 3D chess. <laughs> There's definitely yeah. some 3D chess going on. Did you guys read that uh, that that Reddit, uh, the subreddit post that I sent you earlier? No, I was, I was trying to get it down before I hopped on here, just in case we talked about it. Looked intriguing. Haven't got into it. The, the reason I even stumbled across that is because Joe Rogan retweet, retweeted it on uh, on Twitter. And um, so I started reading it. It, it. At first, I was like, ah, what the fuck ever. You know, this is kind of dumb. But the dude is, like, super intellectual with it, you know? And all the comments that I read, what, what was really interesting to me is after I read it, all of the comments that I, that I, that I saw, like, people who would otherwise know were like, all of the science in this is actually very sound. Like the, this is not me speaking. This is me speaking in the first person from people who posted, but they're all like, uh, people who are like, yeah, I work in biology or molecular biology or all these different subcategories of that. And they're like, yeah, this dude like is either really good at, um, like writing fan fiction as somebody who clearly works in this field. Or um, he is telling the truth. Can you, break, like the, can you break it down for somebody who didn't read the post? Um, 
I mean, some. So basically, this dude claimed that for like ten years, from like the mid two thousands to mid twenty tens, he worked in a lab in Maryland, um, and he was like, it was very compartmentalized that we only had four of these, uh, whatever he called them, EBOs. Um, it, I think that was like extraterrestrial biological entity, or, or I, I don't know, whatever, whatever the. Um, whatever the acronym was, um, fucking aliens. So they had <laughs> aliens in this lab and he was like, there's other labs around the country that have like other creatures in them. But the bottom line is, is basically like he was, his claims are that their, their DNA is like super perfect. And the way that the DNA is structured and like, he goes into very technical details about like what he's talking about. Um, which is what other people were corroborating. It was like, wow, this is very technical and very accurate. Um, but what he's claiming is is that these these ETs are essentially like chimeras. So they have DNA from like outside of our biosphere is what he calls it. Um, but also DNA from inside of our biosphere, like from humans and from other animals and shit like that. Um, but one of the one of the things that he says is that the DNA likely came from the same place, and then uh, basically it fucking um, like they went down two different paths, kind of. But the, the the overall claim is that like all of these creatures are um, essentially like engineered in a lab. And and then like grown or born, um, but all of their DNA is manipulated, and um, like the skin of the gray aliens is like it. We call them grays, but what we see is the gray is actually like a, a like a thin biofilm, and underneath that is like a whiter, like paler skin. And same thing with the eyes. Like we see black eyes, but that's like a biofilm, and if you remove that, there's. Um, like more human-like eyes, I'll be a, a lot larger. Um, and he goes into the, into a lot of technical details about like how their body works, like very detailed about how the body works, from the muscular system to the uh, skeletal system to um, the uh, what do you fight off infections? Um, immune system. Yeah, the immune system. Um, like blood, the fucking waste. So like they don't have a, a butthole. <laughs> and like they don't have a butthole. <laughs> so uh, literally like the way that they're supposedly the way that their system is designed is they uh, would effectively have to eat like some kind of like, like a broth, like of uh, that's high in carbs and protein. And a lot of people have have like who have witnessed aliens or like uh, the bodies in particular say that they smelled like a really pungent ammonia smell. And uh, one of his claims in this in this whole thing that he wrote out was that the reason we smell it or smell that is because they don't since they don't piss or poop, they effectively like sweat out that all that extra shit. But because their body like, you know, their brains are bigger than ours. Um, and they're, they're using so much energy that they're literally like sweating out their piss <laughs> and uh, like, <laughs> and that's the cause of it to smell like ammonia. I mean, the shit was crazy, but the dude was like, I'm going to make this post. I'm going to tell you what I have to say. 
there's going to be some red herrings in here. There's also going to be some fabrication as to like how I worked and where I worked so that people can't figure out who I am. And then yeah. I'm going to delete this Reddit and that's it. And sure enough, dude posted and deleted the Reddit and fucking ghosted. And I love yeah. it. Oh, it's just really it. interesting to read. Yeah, I'll I'll dive in after. Yeah. I finally watched the watched the Travis Walton episode. Nice. What'd you think? I was pretty glued, honestly. Like a lot of stuff like I wouldn't have guessed. Adam, that's like, the fire in the sky guy. Yeah. 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 Um, I watched that movie as a child and was terrified. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm trying to probably gonna try to do that this week. But I was kind of surprised, I don't know why, but always expected, maybe it's because, like, every time you hear somebody's encounter, you write it off, unfortunately. So whenever he, like, spoke and said that the extra track drills were pretty much what films project them as, is gray, scare, uh, gray skin, big eyes, uh, big heads, you know, frail bodies, that, like, I was kind of surprised by that, I don't know why. Um, I found it interesting that how much of detail he went into to try to really frame it as if they were trying to help him. Like whenever they went in, the, since he was so alarmed that he was on a table and he had these figures above him that he's freaking out. And he mentioned pushing one and uh, that they all left and that these what seemed as humans came out something that he i think he said that they could pass in a crowd they could walk through a crowd nobody would nobody would bat an eye like they feels as if they did that to soothe him and try to give him something uh more relatable more familiar i thought that was interesting i believe the guy um pretty much is you can tell that he's been like ridiculed so much because yeah. Yeah, because he didn't want to go into anything that wasn't well documented. That was his just opinion. Um, like the story we'd mentioned prior of him waking up in the middle of the night and finding his son choking. Like that kind of stuff. Like anything well documented he wanted to stay away from just because he'd probably been beat up about it a lot. And it's like nobody asks for that situation. Right. You know? But really good. I shared it with a few people that I figured that hadn't seen it. But that was pretty good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was pretty enlightening, you know. Because I believe the guy, too. I mean, mm -hmm. like, you have to figure that at some point, somebody who, like, if somebody made that story up and, like, they really don't have anything to gain from it financially, that eventually they would just stop talking about it and, like, try to hide from it. Yeah. You know, and the dudes like, like what? Or they would slip up somewhere in their story, and people right. would be like, well, "That's not what you said before." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Way back in the day, when I was a recruiter, um, there was—I I think I've told you guys about this guy. He was one of my favorite recruits, but he was—he was like forty or forty-one or something like that when I put him in the army, and. Uh, he had gotten like a speeding ticket when he was like 20 or something like that. And so he's going through MEPS and uh, one of, one of the guys at MEPS is like, um, he, you know, he's like grilling him about this, this uh, ticket that he got. And he's like, I don't remember, you know, it was 20 years ago. 
And, uh, you know, cause they want to like, they want to know all the details, like where were you at? Like what County, how much was it? Like all that shit. And he's like, I, I, I don't remember. It was 20 years ago. And the guy was like, um, you know, like, like, how can you not remember the speeding ticket that you got? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, would you remember? And he's like, I would remember a speeding ticket that I got. I'm like, no that dude's cool shit. But the reason that I say that <laughs> is because like there's shit that happened to me like a year ago that I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking remember that, you know? So to, to like be able to maintain a story like that, I, I, I figure there's going to be a couple components to it. Number one, it had to be powerful enough that it's like permanently etched in your brain. You know what I mean? Unforgettable um, is what he is though is how he worded it. He what? Uh, Joe Rogan uh, asked him about like like mentioned that his story's never changed at all. He said, "Well, yeah, it's an unforgettable thing that happened to me." Right. Yeah. So it, you know, so it's got to be unforgettable uh, or just like that powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what the second part was, but it, it's got to be a powerful memory. You know, like it's got to be something that's worth remembering for you to remember it for twenty years, thirty years, forty years. I mean, we've all got, like, those one, like, random off uh, memories from, like, when we were kids and shit like that. Um, But I often, like, joke about it. And, Adam, I think you and I have joked about this before. But there's, like, shit from, like, when I was, like, deployed where I'm, like, oh, I'll never forget that. And then, like, a couple years go by and, like, I don't have anybody to talk to about it. And I'm, like, (laughs) fuck, what was, who was there? Like, what, what, where was I at? Like, you know, like, you forget all the details, you know? I find myself in situations where drugged me so I would forget you. (laughs) I I wouldn't put it past him at this point. (laughs) I hate that I don't know if some of my memories are just dreams I had or if they actually happened. Mm -hmm. That's the one that fucks me up. Like, did that actually happen to me? I don't yeah. know. I, I, like, then you're like, I know I've told it like it was, but then you're like, you can't really remember that well in detail. Yeah, when you get that like weird like clairvoyance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What other big news items do we have? Hey, did you guys ever watch? Uh, I know I sent it to you, but it was the um, the like Matt Walsh documentary, the "What Is a Woman?" It was like the whole episode was put out on Twitter. I sent that to you guys, right? I think so. I think you sent it, but I'd already seen like ninety percent of it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you watch enough like TikTok. And shit, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the uh, I was thinking about it because they, they, we, in one of our episodes a while back, when when uh, the judge, I, I forget her name now, uh, the judge was like being confirmed by the Senate, and one of the one of the senators asked her. Um, what is a woman? And she like wouldn't answer it. And so the three of us talked about that. Do you guys remember that? I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything, and I kind of remember that. Yeah. And it's funny because like in that conversation, I was like, well, you know, in her position, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. And I, I think about how like polarizing that that. And it's funny to me that that something as simple as what is a woman, like just that one statement alone, can be so polarizing <laughs> is that bonkers to you guys we live Rude. in the looney tunes world yeah. how dare you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i 
you know, I, I think we're all on the same page when it comes to like, I don't give a fuck what somebody's like personal choices are in life. I really don't. I do not care at all. But the duality of I, in 1984, George Orwell calls it double think, where you you have two um, competitive ideologies essentially, um, and in order for you to believe both of them, you have to segment them, and they can't both exist at the same time. Um, when it comes to the what is a woman thing and the whole like question of like transgenderism and everything like that, like if a dude wants to dress up as a girl or a girl wants to dress up as a boy. Uh, even if they, if they're an adult and they want to cut off their peepees, I, I don't give a fuck. Um, I really don't. But here's here's where I, I I don't understand it, and I wish that somebody could explain it to me. Is if you're if you're saying that a woman is just basically anybody who identifies as being a woman, then like what is the point of women's rights? <laughs> You've taken I, everything. Sincerity, like honestly, <laughs> like I don't know. Allowing guys to compete in women's sports because they say they're a woman, like you've lost all credibility, everything that women have fought for altogether. They've lost it. Yeah. And half the ones pushing this, you have to accept it, are women. Like you are actively throwing your rights away, essentially, because some man is coming in saying, Well, I'm a woman. And then taking that sport or that activity away from you. Yeah. I'm going to start betting on women's sports as soon as, as soon as a man comes in. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see you can bet on the Special Olympics now? Oh, no. <laughs> Dang, that's, that's rough, dude. <laughs> oh, no. I did just yeah, hit, a, I hit a bet on the 4th. I took the Joey Chestnut under, and I uh, parlayed it with him in the win for the hot dog eating con- uh, competition. Yes, I did under on hot dogs eaten, which was at six. Was, I think it was at sixty three, maybe. And everybody knew he was going to win, so I was like, I might as well throw that in there too. Huh? Yeah. I love betting on shit like that. <laughs> betting on donuts. <laughs> Getting wieners stuffed in the mouth. That's your kind of bet. Yeah. I have a lot of knowledge of that. <laughs> Pretty well versed. Well, who doesn't like that? <laughs> I don't think I've ever in my entire life watched, like, like maybe like a clip or something, but never actually watched like a hot dog eating contest. I swear so, I never meant to do it as a kid, but I always ended up on July 4th because I'd had nothing to do. It was like early in the day. We hadn't started like celebrating or shooting off fireworks or gone wherever we went. I always ended up watching the contest. Probably because I always watched ESPN as a kid as well, but yeah, every year. Not on purpose. The intros to it are worth watching on their own. Even if you don't oh, yeah. watch the competition, <laughs> just the introductions of the competitors are hilarious. My favorite this year was uh, it was a Nathan's hot dog eating rookie female. Her name was Glizzy Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be curious to know like how many people die from eating hot dogs in a hot dog eating contest. Is that I don't possible? Know about you guys, but, like I would fucking choke to death. Like 
If I tried yeah. to step down from hot dogs, like, I would die. It's necessarily hot dog itself. It's from choking or puking up so much that you choke on your own vomit. Jeez. I, you, you're like our resident expert on people dying from <laughs> them, so... Have you ever had anybody die from eating hot dogs? No. Not a single Man. one. No, am everybody's sure. having a good time. It's all good vibes at an eating contest. <laughs> I guess if you're participating in a hot dog eating contest, <laughs> you've probably gotten pretty good at swallowing hot dogs. I mean, so there's that. One because you have to do like qualifying events to get that far, right? That's crazy. Not that I'm the throat good or anything, but I feel like I could swallow hard enough to break a hot dog. All right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, you should try it. Okay. I feel I don't I don't think I could choke on a hot dog. Adam's volunteering his tribute. <laughs> I think you could choke on a hot dog, Josh. Dude, Adam, are you outside? Yeah. It's still daylight. Uh, I mean, it's lost. Huh. That's weird. How the hell is it dark here? So. And it's yeah, dark here. I, this summer feels like the sun is up way later than it has been any other summer. Uh, I mean, I, I like I remember times where it was like almost ten o'clock by the time the light was gone. But I guess now that I think about it, the sun is further north because of the twenty-three degree tilt of the Earth. So during the summer, it is actually further north, which makes sense why you would still have daylight and we don't. But it's been dark here for probably a solid half hour. But even beside that, like, I don't know. The summers felt weird. Like, the days are way longer than they used to be, it feels like. It's the aliens, man. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Josh, I'm so happy that you're going down this alien rabbit hole with me, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm in so deep. <laughs> it's fucking, it's like, it's hard to put down, dude, once you start. Yeah, I can't just walk away at this point. Like, I feel like I know too much. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have the men in black at your door here pretty soon. Fuck. Is um, that when you win? Is that when you win the game? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> when you win the game, it just resets you back to the beginning. <laughs> it's just a perpetual loop. Yeah. Like, it's like playing a video God. game. It's like congratulations, you won, and then you like go, but like you're like back at the start menu, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> but it puts you at a harder level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do video games call it now? It's like hard mode plus or something like that, or like new game plus. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm probably on like numero four right now. Fourth iteration. Yeah, new game plus 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 plus. Keep yeah. beating them. Um, yeah. I I hate to go back down this 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 rabbit hole again. Uh, even though I'm the one who brought it up, but at the end of that article that that I or not article that that post that I sent you guys, um, 
it, it, the, the the author had answered a couple questions before he deleted the account, and one of those questions was related to religion, and it kind of fucked me up a little bit reading it because basically what he stated was that um, even though he didn't have firsthand knowledge, he had read uh, read read some information from like another lab or another person um, that basically whatever these extraterrestrials are, they their religion is essentially that they believe it's almost like um, like Buddhism um, where, but instead of it being like an individual being able to reach like a, a apotheosis, I think is what it's called, like the highest level of enlightenment um, that he, he claims that the aliens claim that there's uh, essentially like a, a consciousness field that prevails the universe and biological entities as they come into existence and they become more complex um that field like basically grows and as they get more complex and more complex the field grows and grows and grows and so they believe that they need to reach this um this like uh, apotheosis of like the the highest level of this consciousness field and like we're part of that fucking mission. I, I don't. I don't even know. But it kind of fucked me up because um, they, these, the 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 dude, the the claims that he made was that the beings that they were like dissecting, um, they were effectively like worker bees. Like there's like different levels of these. Cre- like each creature is like designed and built for a purpose, basically. And um, because they believe in this consciousness field, they don't. Um, they don't believe that really like individuals them like they believe that everybody has a soul, but that soul is like part of that consciousness field, and so they like basically don't give a fuck about life or like individualism. Like it's all about re- like the collective reaching this level of like highest consciousness. And it kind of fucked me up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh no! So essentially, there's yeah. no religion. There's no point to religion. It I wouldn't mean, even that's... matter. Believe in to get to there. Yeah. So there's a couple of, a couple of assumptions that have to be made, though. Um, number one, you have to believe what this guy said. Uh, actually, a few uh, assumptions. Number one, you have to believe what the guy said. Number two, you have to believe that what he read is true. And number three, you have to assume that the these entities, if those first two are true, that that they're actually correct. Just because they're more advanced doesn't mean that they're not like um, theocratic in their beliefs and that they're right. Because if they were right, or if if they were that advanced, then they should already know if they're right. You know what I mean? Not be like trying to chase down some dream of heaven their version of heaven. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Could you imagine this being your fucking job? Having a job like that? Like, I've signed NDAs on stuff that I'll I'll never talk about, but, like, I don't know if there's any fucking way I could ever keep something like that to myself. Yeah, I was listening to the last episode of Weaponized. That's that George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell podcast i was talking about last week yeah and uh 
one of the things that they were discussing between themselves is like if they if if somebody from the government came and was like hey we're gonna we're gonna show you this but we're gonna show it to you on the condition that you cannot tell anybody would you tell anybody would you guys tell i don't know man what if you show me just fucks up my entire reason for living like yeah how do I go home to my wife and kids and I'm and I'm the same person? <laughs> yeah. Then I can't that explain was, to them what's wrong. Right. <laughs> that was that was kind of what so Jeremy Corbell was basically like, fuck yeah, I'd tell everybody. Um and George Knapp, who's the like the actual like reporter, like news reporter, not like a documentary maker like J- Jeremy Corbell. Um it's not to dish on the the guy, but George Knapp, whose job is to provide news to people was like, I don't know. And Jeremy's like, what? what do you mean you don't know? You wouldn't release it? And he's like, what if I got in there and it was some just like mind-blowing, like reality-altering shit that like maybe humans don't actually need to know. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, would I tell? I, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if I would. I would like to think that I would, but like maybe I wouldn't. And I, I think that that's the right approach to it because yeah. let's be honest. I mean, so... I think I, I think that there's enough evidence to say that there's definitely something going on, right? And so really only two assumptions can be derived from that. Number the first is that it's being covered up and hidden because there's monetary gain from it, right? Like somebody's making money off of the technology that's coming from it. And the only other alternative is it because some people are gonna claim like, oh well, national secrets and you know, fucking uh not national secrets, but national defense. Like, you know, we don't want to be behind China and Russia who probably have the same stuff and yada, yada, yada. No, dude, like after a hundred years, somebody, it, it would have, it would have come out in its entirety if it wasn't that big of a secret. So it's either a money or B it's something so fucking mind blowing that we legitimately cannot accept it as a society. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I, I, there could be some in between or some variation of A and B, but I I don't see any other alternative to those two. That's somebody's like somebody's job. They're nine to fiver. Like I can't get over that portion. Yeah, It'd be just like going there, working with this mind blowing shit, and eating your lunch, get out of your pail, doing whatever, going back to work, punching your ticket, and going home, and acting like it was just a normal day. Like yeah. Dissecting fucking alien cells. Dissecting aliens. Yeah, it's pretty wild, dude. Especially when you frame it like that. Like, how, how was your day, sweetie? Uh yeah, fine. Just normal day at the office. Like, what'd you do? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, checking out some cell cultures. Did some paperwork, and uh, yeah, pretty boring day. Yeah, it's just like that. Just being a job. Adam would you tell anybody I don't know I think it would depend on the information you'd have to to make that determination after the fact like if there was something so mind blowing and reality altering like I don't think humans could handle it. I think that guy was right in saying they probably don't need to know. Well, check it out. What if it's so 
mind blowing that they're like, yeah, fucking tell people we don't care because they're no, nobody's going to believe you. I mean, I, I, maybe that's what's been happening all along. Is a lot of people that have come out were actually telling the exact truth, but it was just mm-hmm. so mind blowing that we're like, nope, nope, didn't happen. Big news. Yeah. It's it's easy to be like, oh yeah, I would be the hero. I would tell humanity, but like That's even not- something as simple yeah. as that that religious context that I was just talking about, where you know supposedly they believe that it, there's a consciousness field and that there is no individuality, and that's why they basically make these like little fucking genetic slaves, the worker bees. Like, what does that do for humanity? Like you said, like going home to your wife, like, oh hey honey, I just learned that being a person doesn't matter for sure. Like we know definitively. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sad, man. Yeah. So, I mean, let's face it. Like one of the things that's driven humanity for as long as humanity's been around is like the prospect of an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but most people and most people is what you need. Right. Because if everybody was running around all nihilistic, like there's no point to any of this then you would have absolute anarchy. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I I tell people all the time, like, I'm a Christian, but even if I wasn't a Christian, I still, like, um, I I still feel like some kind of belief is important. But if you remove that, even the choice, the illusion of choice, I like what you said there. I like that. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little mind stuff you guys to go dwell on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, <I'm> brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what other what other news items do we have here? The more I listen to Robert Kennedy Jr., the more I don't trust anybody ever. The more you listen to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> ah, man. This voice is so unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, he's a well-spoken guy, for sure. Mm-hmm. I like me. that you said that he's the opposite of Joe Rogan. <laughs> Not Joe Rogan, Joe Biden. <laughs> The day after you you said that, I saw this video of him, like, taking his shirt off at, like, Muscle Beach in Venice, California, and just, like, busting out reps on the bench. And I'm like, yeah, that's the opposite. He's, like, dropping down and fucking doing push-ups, man. (laughs) Doing the Chuck Norris, when he does push-ups, he's not pushing himself up, he's pushing the earth down, you know? Nah, he's pretty yoked. Yeah, honestly. What's crazy though is like both sides, man. What it just both sides are like. I don't have any trust in the other side, you know. Like the trust on on, and it even sucks that I have to say both sides because then like it's insinuating that there's only two choices because there really only is two choices. Um, But the trust is so eroded that nobody trusts anybody anymore. What do you uh, attribute that to? 
a million different things. Yeah. It's can't just pinpoint it. It's almost yeah. like it's all just one ginormous psychological operation. Yep. Um, when you guys went through basic training and shit, you know, I know it was years ago, but would you get asked that question by like the drill sergeants or cadre? Like, why did you join the army? And everybody kind of like takes turns saying why they joined the army, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. No. No. Never. Oh, really? Neither. Oh. You know what was you know what was sad about mine, which I thought was sad. Nobody else seemed to in the moment. I swear. 95% of the people in there, in that room, whenever they actually, like, we'd some kind of like, sorry, I guess sergeant's time or whatever, and they ask everybody individually. Pretty much everybody said, oh, I just wanted money for college. That blew me away. Yeah. Or they'd be like, oh, I just wanted to have a higher purpose and, you know, be, be something bigger than myself and, you know, money for college. It was literally part of, like, everybody. <laughs> it drove me nuts. The reason I asked that question is because I don't actually think that's true. Because it, And, like, sure, at face value, it's like, well, that's kind of arrogant, right? Like, you're saying everybody's a liar. But hear me out for a second. Everybody says that because it's, like, the default option. Like, sure, they were probably thinking about going to school. Because a lot of them don't go to school. I mean, they just mm. don't, statistically. Um but it, the, the reason I asked that question is because when I was in base training, it was the same thing. When I went through OCS, it was the same thing. Like, they, they ask everybody, like, hey, why did you join? And everybody's like, oh, well, I became an officer because I had really terrible leaders and I wanted to be a better leader. Or I joined because college. And I'm like, the, the, the decision to, to change your entire fucking life and join the Army <laughs> is not so nuanced that it's just like a single decision that you made at one point to go to college or because you had a bad leader. Like... My point there is that, like, there's there's usually a lot of different decision-making points that go through the, 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 the mind when somebody makes that decision. And it's the same thing with, with what's happening around us. Like, there's no singular point. Like, we'll say, like, I think that this happened because of this. But, like, sure, that was a contributing factor. But, like, it's not mm -hmm. the whole story, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've worked with yeah. people that I 100% believe uh, that have told me that, uh, no, I, I joined just not like not because of a patriotic bone in my body at all. It's just because I didn't have a lot going on and it was a career that I knew I could get into. That I knew had progression. I'm like, okay, like I can respect that, especially if you yeah. tell me straight up. I mean, that's still more nuanced than, you know, college money. Yeah. <laughs> like like, I felt like a fucking nerd when I was like, I don't know, I'm a patriot. Like, <laughs> I love America. I love everything about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some people would say insurance. And, like, okay, I mean, I get that for, like, you know, the reserves or guard or something. But not for, like, joining the army. You're not like, oh, I'm going to join the army because I get better benefits. <laughs> Who the I fuck's thinking man. about that when they're 17 or 18? Right. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. I mean that that keeps a lot of people in. A lot of people are like, man, insurance is cheap as a motherfucker or free. You know, if you're on compo one. But yeah, I don't. I don't think it was ever 
any one particular thing. I think it was just a cascade of events and cultural shifts. And I, I think that, like, I guess to answer your question more directly, though, because I think what you were kind of alluding to is I think that there I think that there were a lot of people who had financial interests in, in things going one direction or another and didn't have any regard whatsoever of what the re repercussions would be for the country and for our long-term sustainment. All they saw was dollar signs and they were like, all right, cool. Well, we're going to achieve that. And whatever happens, happens. And mm -hmm. I, I say that about everything from racism to uh, health to um, fake news and misinformation and disinformation. Like, I think that all of that was driven by financial interests. Which is a shitty thing to say from somebody who is a staunch supporter of free markets and capitalism, you know? But well, I do think that, that it was driven by all of it in the last 10 years. By ratings, which is money, and by money. I do realize, like, I don't, I don't do it, but I've come to realize there's a lot of people that just only watch the news like that's they just consume the news all day all the time and let it directly affect their mood what they're doing like everything they think about that is unhealthy especially yeah. in like <laughs> in this inflated news structure we live in where everything's taken out of proportion well that's what i was going to say is like imagine what the mental health state of those people has to be luckily i mean our generation doesn't do that like well sure we'll watch fucking tiktok for two hours but we won't <laughs> just like you know at least embedded in that there's some like comedy and shit like that you know it's almost like uh, a sick but we don't we don't the reason news is dying is because we don't consume information like that anymore yeah but our parents may yeah i mean a lot of our parents still do grandparents definitely yeah and there's My still people that read the newspaper I like local newspapers. Oh. I'll do that. What'd you say, Adam? So I like reading the newspaper from you know time to time. Not yeah. all the time, but occasionally. I mean, at least the newspaper is, generally speaking, like pretty positive. You know, like I'm sure there's gonna be like bad news stories, like you know, local robber captured, gonna shit like that. But like, it's generally pretty positive. Yeah. Your little local papers, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. But your larger ones are just as negative and money-driven as, you know, CNN or Fox News. Yeah. I thought that's what we were talking about was, like, local news papers. I met a guy today that uh, was telling me that, like, all these giant corporations like your Pfizer's, your CNN, your Fox, your whatever, all all of like a lot of their main office, like a majority of those companies, their main office is in Puerto Rico because there's no capital gains tax. And that blew me the fuck away. I know Delaware had like really good incentives for corporations, like no corporate taxes, like at the state level. Um, so there was a lot of, like a lot of corporations had headquarters in Delaware. 
I didn't know that about Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying, like, every big company you can think of, they have an office in Puerto Rico for that exact reason. And I was like... So, like, whenever you hear, like, 23% of their tax to, like, 23% with all these zillions of dollars they're making, nah, not there in Puerto Rico. Huh. Mm. Loopholes, man. Yeah. The only problem I have with that is that, like, the less corporations are paying in taxes, the more that they're going to try to squeeze us for taxes. Which is yeah. why inflation is so outrageous. And like, even though most of all three of us probably make more money now than we did 10 years ago, but I don't know about you guys, but like, it doesn't feel like I make more money than I did 10 years ago. I don't live no. much differently. Yeah. But I mean, your the cost of your food has definitely gone up. Mm hmm. Like, I make substantially more than I did, and no real life changes, just with inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Get you every time. 60%, no, 100% of the time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Inflation's a bitch, man. I like all the memes, though. They're so relatable when it's like, grabs four items at, <laughs> at the supermarket. <laughs> $104, like... Dude, I hate to be that guy, but, like, when I was a kid, um, I remember, because, you know, I had four older siblings and, and my mom, and, like, my mom would get, like, fucking $200 worth of groceries, and I shit you not, dude, we'd be walking out with, like, two or three carts, like, overflowing. <laughs> yeah. Dude. $200 now, man? I could I could go in and fucking put, like, a few items in my cart and hit 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, a good question for this conversation is what's the lowest you remember gas being in your lifetime? Mm. Ninety five. Yeah. You remember sub a dollar? Yeah. Uh, I remember being sub dollar too. That hey. was like when I started driving. Yeah. And I'll I remember like Nine cents and a dollar was just absolutely absurd. Yeah. Like everybody lost their mind when it hit a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I started driving, it was like 89 cents. And, you know, I, I drove like an old 1990 F-150, like the long bed single cab pickup truck and uh, stick shift and shit, dude. And I probably got like fucking eight miles to the gallon or some nonsense. Uh, oh, yeah. But... You know, that 89 cent gas, dude, being a high school student driving that bitch around, like, I'd throw five bucks in my tank and I'd be good for a while. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, I don't know about you, but, like, we'd go coon and coyote hunting and your pelts would, like, pay for gas for the next, mm -hmm. you know, whole week. Dude, if I go up to a gas pump and you know how you can see with the, how much the last person paid, it'll have like their total of gallons and price if it says five bucks man i'll, I'll throw up like a prayer for that person <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i hope they make it man dude uh, this this was probably 10 years ago but i had this dream and in my dream i it was like a pay it forward kind of thing so i in my dream i had i dreamt that there was that i was exactly what happened okay so I dreamt that I was at a gas station and the woman in front of me couldn't pay for her gas. So I paid for her gas. Right. 
And it's not like every day that you're fucking that you go to a gas station and like the person in front of you can't pay. I don't know about you guys, but it might happen to me once every fucking 10 years. Um, yeah. So I, that same day, dude, same fucking day at lunch, I went to the gas station, pick up my cigarettes or whatever. And, um, I, as I get to the line, the only people in the store is me and the woman in front of me and she can't pay for her gas. And, uh, so I'm like, Oh man, like talk about Providence, you know, like, okay. Uh, so she like steps away to like make a call or something like that. And so it's just me and the clerk now and her shit sitting on the counter. And I see that there's like a pop and some other stuff. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, like I'll, I'll pay for her stuff. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So, and keep in mind at this time too, my kids were small, you know, like it's not like I had a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he was like, all right, it's $63 and whatever. And I was like, God damn, like what if he was like, yeah, you know, like between the drinks and the gas and stuff. And I was like, fuck me, man. So I paid, he was like, he was like, but you won't regret it. And I was like, I might, but I paid for it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the name of the Netflix show is, but it's a bunch of skits and like there's a ton of memes of it right now. But uh, there's one where the guys at the drive-through he does the whole pay it forward, like, "Hey, let me get the person behind me stuff." Uh, goes to the end of the line. He's like, "Yeah, fifty-nine nuggets, fifty-five fries." He churches up like, "Oh, maybe we'll catch on." <laughs> then just flies around. <laughs> <laughs> it tries to get up. My buddy Roger was just like he sent that to me like a week or two ago, and, and he's like back in the line, and, and the guy's like, "You were the one that was in front of me." Like, I'm not yeah. paying for yourself. And then the woman behind him is like, "I'll get fifty nine hamburgers." Yeah, yeah. And when he stopped, he like pulled up. Stop! Stop! I'm doing something. I need to go. <laughs> It's pretty funny. <laughs> I forget the name of that show is. Daisy and I tried to watch it, but it's pretty hard to digest. Out, it's not as easy to digest outside of like memes and TikTok clips and whatever. It's hard to put you in yourself to like evaluate it. Just as like every one of these is like a silly sketch. Yeah, that's why I love the Key and Peels, man. They're very palatable, like. You know, two, three, four, five minute clips, and there's like a hundred of them. <laughs> you watch those all day, dude, and just laugh. Take in a bunch of them, and yeah, yeah. Key and Peele are the bomb, dude. Fucking awesome. All right, we're at a buck twelve. I mean, I've probably got fifteen minutes worth of shit to cut out of there, but do you guys want to call it? Gang, gang. My phone's at five percent, so. Oh, that's good timing, then. We gotta do, like, the, the, the Truman Show, you know, like the good morning, and in case hey, I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm. I was told that I can't say fuck you, Adam, anymore, Adam. Nobody said that to anybody. No, no, he, he, <laughs> Josh literally said that I can't do it anymore. That's, that's not true. Josh. I literally told Nelly that the show is called Fuck You, Adam. Or not... <laughs> The show, well, that's her saying. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Sorry, I missed like 10 seconds of that. What'd you say? I literally told my wife how, like, our whole slogan to the show is fuck you, Adam. Nice. And then she put the logo out of it and everything. She's like, that's really dumb, but kind of funny. 
<laughs> See, I feel the same way. Oh, fuck you, Josh. Also, oh. Did he die? Yeah, I, I think he did. <laughs> fuck you, Adam. Cow a bummer, dude. <laughs> Cow a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we just got his face all frozen up on the screen. Uh, anytime my face gets frozen, I'm in the stupidest fu- <laughs> fucking angle. Yeah. My boy At looks good. He, yeah, I was going to say, he looks pretty good there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Adam's phone, rest in peace. We'll yep. catch Adam later. But well done. All right, good night. Good night, brother. We'll see you later, man. See you.